This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Well, we actually found somebody who was at the Grammys last night, and uh, he's joining us on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we welcome to the show Hugh McIntyre. He's a music journalist, contributor to Forbes, among others. And uh, he was at the Grammys last night, and we thought we got to talk to somebody who was there. Hugh, thanks for being with us. Hi, thanks for having me. It was super short notice, so thanks for uh, rearranging your very busy schedule, I'm sure. How did you end up at the Grammys last night? Uh, I'm actually a member of the Recording Academy, in addition to being a music journalist. So, you know, they invite us all to go. So this is not, I I take it, your first time at the rodeo, as it were? This was Grammys number four for me. Ooh. Okay, so then how did, I mean, how did this one stack up against the other ones? And, uh, you know, kind of... Give us, yeah, a little bit of a a taste of what it's like to to be invited and then to be sitting there in the audience at the Grammys. I mean, the Grammys are, however cool you think you are, you're still excited to be at the Grammys. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're walking around in the lobby of the Staples Center, and if you time it right, you know, you run into Future, you run into Zed, you run into all these nominees. Uh, my friend said hi to Future, who didn't know he'd won a Grammy. Oh. So we got to tell him he won his Grammy. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, okay, who were you sitting near? Because, you know, we know the whole place is teeming with with celebrities and with musicians. Where you were sitting, were you sitting near anybody that we would know? I mean, I was sitting near Diplo, who seemed to have a really good night. He won one Grammy, two Grammys? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was kind of just, his moment was over once the show started. He already had his Grammy. So he was just like relaxing and having a good time. Um, BB Rexa was not far away. She was partying like the whole time. Mm-hmm. She loved Cardi's performance. It was just fun to see her like live her whole life for that. Can I ask too, um, just, you know, sort of the behind the scenes of the mechanics. Do you know going in like where you're going to be sitting? Do you get any say in the matter? Is it... Um, does it change from year to year? Like how much do you know going in what your experience is going to be like? Yeah, you know, going in, I mean, it's just like a concert, you know, like where your seat is, you can look up the section. And then in terms of how you get there, there are a million factors. I mean, obviously more VIPs are on the floor, closer to the stage, things like that. And sort of guests of guests of guests are all the way in the back, but Mm -hmm. there's no bad seat at the Grammy. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, um, for those of you just joining us, we're talking to Hugh McIntyre, music journalist who was at the Grammys last night. So the the uh, reason I came across um, uh, came across your Twitter account today was because you posted something about someone having fainted on stage. And I thought, I need to know this story. And um, can you tell us what actually happened? Was this during Cardi B's performance or after? So I can't believe more people aren't talking about this. So I hope I hope we do more. But. So Cardi B won Best Rap Album. She gets up on stage. She makes her speech. And they uh, cut to commercial just after she's done. So the lights go down and, you know, things sort of change. And all of a sudden, my friend and I look, and there's a person laying down on the stage. And eventually, a lot of people run over, and the person isn't getting up. 
So Cardi B walks off stage, has her photo taken with her new Grammy, and she walks back on stage to go to her seat, and she walks past, and she looks down, and the person is still not up. And they had to get a team of people to come and pick this person's body up. Oh my god. Okay, so literally somebody had fainted. Cardi B just sort of nonchalantly walks by like, okay, keeps going. Somebody um do you have I, I have no idea who it was or or you know why they were on stage in that moment, but the person was still unconscious. Cardi B walked, I mean, right by and sort of looked down, but she was being, you know, shepherded back to her seat and clearly there were people sort of handling the situation, but I mean, it's just nuts. I can't believe nobody else is talking about this moment. That's have you so done bizarre. any? You know, you you are somebody who um, finds things out for a living. Have you done any digging to find out? You know, if there's anything more to know at this point. That's my next step. Uh, I want to dig into this and know. I mean, was it one of her producers? Was it someone right. from the show? Uh, I want to know everything, and I uh, I wonder if I can find it out. Was it a male or a female? You know, I couldn't tell okay. where I was sitting. Okay, because I'm watching, and, and I'm, I'm actually watching when she accepted her award, because now I'm into this. Like, I'm on, yeah. like, who who was it who fainted? <laughs> who um, killed a person exactly. at the Grammys last night? And only two people walked up on stage with her, and it is right. um, it is her uh, husband. Um, offset. Offset, and then another man. Hmm. Um, those are the only two people who came up on stage with her, and then there were probably like three or four other people up on the stage. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Around her, but you don't see you don't see any of that happen um, because again, it's in the shadows behind her. And her, she went on forever and ever and ever and ever. Um, yeah. Weird. I really wonder what happened. I am very much looking forward to you digging very deep and learning Hugh McIntyre uh, who it was that fainted and what the it. heck happened. Yeah, same. I, it was crazy. All right, so uh, we're going to pay attention to that. But I want to know, were there any other things happening sort of behind the scenes or backstage, or not backstage, um, uh, in commercial breaks? Things that, you know, those of us watching on television aren't seeing that that you noticed or you found interesting? You know, there was a big theme of the night. I I haven't watched the the TV version yet, uh, so I don't know how much they were cutting to the audience. But it was very much in the audience, at least, a women celebrating women night. So while Janelle Monet was performing before everyone in the audience stood up, Lady Gaga was standing by herself. She was dancing. She was clapping. I mean, she was freaking out. Um, BB Rexa did that for Cardi B. Janelle Monet stood. She was the only person in the place standing during Brandy Carlisle's performance. Oh, wow. And she got the people around her to stand up at the end. And, you know, we all applauded and everything. But it was these women not being afraid to show like how excited they are to see this person on stage. Uh, so I'm not sure how much of that made it on TV, but it was awesome to see that, that support. Okay. That actually, uh, you know, that is really cool to hear. I kind of got goosebumps. There was a little, you, you saw a little vibe of that with kind of how Alicia Keys started the show. And mm-hmm. um, you saw like a little bit of a thread of that throughout, but not, mm-hmm. not how the audience was supporting that. So that's really cool. Um, but Hugh McIntyre, uh, finally our very last question for you what was your favorite performance from the grammys last night sitting in the audience i i have to say going into it i'm a brandy carlisle fan i like her i like the song and the album she won some grammys for last night um but there is absolutely nothing like hearing that woman perform 
I mean, it was just her and her small band and her voice, mm-hmm. and she brought the Stable Center down. The, everyone around me couldn't believe it because I don't think any of them knew who she was. And by the end, they were all looking her up. They were saving that song on Spotify. I, I, it's, that vocal performance is unparalleled. I love it. No, that's amazing. And that's why we wanted to chat with you, Hugh. And thank you so much for taking time to talk to us because it's it's just so different and, and um, unique to have somebody who's actually in the room versus the rest of us sort of, you know, pointing at the television and wondering what's actually going on. So thanks for giving yeah. us that perspective. And let us know when you find out who it was that passed out on stage yes. and if they're okay. Yes. <laughs> I know. I need to know if it was offset. I'm no kidding. That's something we should be talking about. No kidding. And especially if she just looked and then kept walking. <laughs> okay, we will be on pins and needles. Keep us posted, Hugh McIntyre. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. Take care. That was Hugh McIntyre. He's a music journalist and contributor to Forbes and and other publications. And I'm that was a good get. Thank you for uh, getting him on the phone, Bradley. Yeah. Again, I do think it's true that um, you know you, it's nice to have the perspective of somebody who's in the room at that moment because you feel that he feels the chemistry right in a way that we don't. We Absolutely. Sort of, and it's very easy for us to just be like, rah, 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 let me go get another pop and you know make some assy comments about what we think we see on TV. Not only that, but I did really want to know what what's the mystery behind the person who because at first I thought is he joking about that and you know sure enough he was not and so therefore it begs the question who was passed out on the stage at the Grammys that nobody's talking about yeah no kidding that's I mean that kind of seems like a headline right there Uh, we will keep our finger on the pulse of that and we will be checking in with him again if we can solve that mystery when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show um, I did not get to watch the red carpet for a couple of reasons um, three, in fact, oh. my children. Oh. Um, but apparently I missed a seriously awkward moment and uh, I need to hear it live here for the very first time. Um, a red carpet moment that involves, I believe, Ryan Seacrest. And I am going to get all of the secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, you will. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Um, um I generally get really embarrassed when I see or hear embarrassing things happen to other people on television. And apparently in not watching the red carpet, I missed a really embarrassing moment um, or just something super duper awkward. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk one Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom and Bradley trainer. And if you're like me, we're just all in this together because um, Bradley is going to share with us this awkward moment and just know I'm experiencing it with courtesy you for the first time. Courtesy of uh, Lady Gaga and Ryan Seacrest. And if I said there's an awkward moment involving Lady Gaga, you'd be like, well, clearly Lady Gaga is the awkward one. Always. Au contraire, mon frère, or whatever sister is, because I don't know. Um, in fact, it was Ryan Seacrest who uttered the awkward phrases. Um, or the made the moment awkward. Okay. Let's have a listen. It'll need some explanation, but just... Okay, so you can't quite hear the whole thing there. That's probably not the best piece of audio. I apologize. However, what Ryan Seacrest does is make a statement to Lady Gaga and put the microphone in her face mm-hmm. as if she just asked him a question. And she looks bemused. Uh, uh, I mean, he didn't actually ask her a question, mm-hmm. right? Which... No doubt you could see accidentally happening. Like, you know, we do stuff like that all the time. And then it's his way of trying to get out of it, which you can hear in that clip Mm -hmm. um, that that makes it even more awkward. So the interview itself started out well. She goes and what you what you can barely hear her saying is you're you're like, answer my question. 
but I'm not asking one. <laughs> so and she goes, called him out on it. I he love goes, it. we're out of time, so I have to let you go. It's, it says toss to a break. Um, and she's just like, Ugh. and then they like did this weird sort of like poke fun at each other thing. And then she like reaches in at the end and gives him a hug and says, I love you. Uh, and then she does like, well, and then she goes awkward because her hug is just so awkward. Right. Like, She's not like, real. I, I love you. But it was like her way of saying, like, I know I was just a bitch because you just did something completely dumb that didn't make any sense. I mean, it would be like I'm saying, you know, I had a really good day today. And then and put then the I microphone a, in my face. Put a microphone in your face and you're like, I don't know what to do with that. Good for you. Congratulations on your great And he's day. like, well, they're saying, you know, how it is when you wrap it up. And what was even more delicious about this, he's trying to justify to her why that happened. He's like, well, I, I just wanted to let people know what you were doing and we had to run to break. And so then as he's going, as they're actually going to break, he's taking off his earpiece and he's like, oh, you know how it is when they're like, wrap it up. And okay, I'm going to She's like, yeah, I don't know what you're this. talking about. When you're a person who's making multiple millions of dollars, um, interviewing people on red carpets or really anywhere, frankly, um, part of the magic of the job that you do is not allowing the person you're interviewing or the audience to know that there is somebody in your ear telling you you need to wrap something up Um, because... That is what's happening. Just yep. an FYI. You know, you should know. You should know. Is what you're saying, yeah. I think. Like, and, you're a professional. Figure and, it out. And part of being a professional is keeping that, like, not breaking that wall for the for the viewer or for the person who you're interviewing, right? You want them to feel comfortable in the space that you're bringing. You're guiding them through. It's Ryan Seacrest's job to direct her in a way such that he will make his break no problem. So what he did was awkward and unprofessional. Yeah, he he was the awkward one in this in this case. And while she was kind of like bitchy about it, it was delightful. I kind of love her for it. And, frankly. Um, you know, uh, again, I can't imagine all the things that are going through her mind. She's trying to keep track of. We've given her enough crap. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, his his performance overall during the red carpet. And I only saw, you know, part of it. Um, I, I just marveled at like I I. I guess I thought he was better at this in terms of asking people questions, but I don't know if it's the world in which we find ourselves, the world of social media or the job that you and I have. There's something about just watching Ryan Seacrest where I'm like, I kind of expect that he should know what he's doing and he should be better at this Mm -hmm. celebrity interaction business because maybe it's a nature of the red carpet, but every time you had a celebrity come up, they seem perfectly comfortable and well poised. And he seems like he's, not comfortable and he's not quite sure like where to go and i don't know that the word nervous is the right word but maybe not prepared it could be not prepared but it just seemed like he was he was sort of the the awkward factor the awkwardness in the situation cuz person after person that he would have on the red carpet they're just like yeah you know hey what's up or hi, hi. you know what there was just a sort of a level of comfort there cuz i get sometimes when you interview people you know, if one of them is awkward, it can make the whole thing seem mm-hmm. awkward. Like you pick up on other people's tension or you pick up on other people's um, nerves or something mm-hmm. like that. But he seemed to be the one that was sort of I'm not nervous, like, but, but setting the awkward tone. Yeah. Odd. Which just made the whole thing kind of awkward. 
because again, it's that's what he does for a living. Right. 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 And so he really should be like the seamless tour guide. Like he should just be like laid back yeah. and like, what's going on? Right. And, and shaking in. And you do. He's got producers talking in his ear, but we shouldn't know that. And the person he's talking to shouldn't know yeah. that. You know, it's his job to kind of bring things to a natural conclusion, like I'm about to do right now. As I say to you, when we come back, we've got crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things on my talk 107.1. We've got some dumb people doing dumb things on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 107.1 streaming live at my talk 107.1.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, we call those dumb people doing dumb things one name, and that is crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly, or and or again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Florida. But before we go on a journey, oh, we got something to give away. We do. We got something to Crazies. give away. Who are we giving it away to? Well, give it away and give it away. Well, know. first of all, let's tell people what we're giving away. We're giving away Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine Restaurant Week gift certificate to Betty Danger Social Club in Northeast Minneapolis, a $100 restaurant gift card. And we are going to give that away to caller number three two six five one six four one one oh seven one. And now, with no further ado, we are going to go to you know what? I'm sorry, I just realized I wanted to give you a different crazy stupid idiot. Okay. Um because nope, I didn't. I lied. Okay, okay so for our first cre I apologize. I was not uh, organized right there. Um, for our first crazy, stupid idiot, we need to go to Washington. 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 Uh, yeah, the state of Washington. Okay. Uh, actually, maybe it's D.C. Doesn't matter. Here's what you need to know. So you know when you get those like phone calls or emails and they're like, "Hey, you won the lottery. All you have to do to win the the get the winnings of the money that you won is give us your social security number." Yeah, for sure. Or you know, uh, you are the only remaining uh, relative of this prince of this unknown nation and they've died and left you millions of trillions of dollars okay right you know how those things go Mm -hmm. well um that happened to this guy 94 year old william webster oh my god his wife yeah and his wife linda but four years ago when he was 90 um he started getting some uh phone calls and emails from a man by the name of keneal thomas who uh this one was a little bit more pacific. It wasn't as it wasn't like the ones that I was telling those phishing scams that I was telling you about. Yeah. Um, but it was similar in the sense that he was trying to extort. He was trying to get money out of them. OK. And so he would call them or email them and say he would set their house on fire or oh, have a no. sniper shoot them oh, if they didn't pay him thousands of dollars. OK, that's terrible. Right. Yeah. Well, here's the interesting thing. OK. They were able to track his calls and they were able to learn a lot about him because it turns out the person who they were trying to extort all this money from, Mm -hmm. Mr. Webster, he used to work for 
the FBI. Oh my God, a former FBI person was doing these scams? No, was the person this guy was trying to scam. Oh, and so they messed with the wrong he, guy. Exactly. They thought they were just getting some old guy yeah. on the line that they were going to try to get all this money from. That's whippersnapper. Yeah. Turns out, nope, wrong guy because he was an ex CIA and FBI director. Oh, wow. And he was director? able to, yeah, and he was able to put them in prison. Holy buckets. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So scammers, just watch who you're scamming. Yeah, I just feel like don't scam. I mean, I'm sick and tired of those dumb calls. Again, crazy, stupid yeah. idiot advice is just know whom you scam. Yeah, if you're going to scam, scam the right people. Exactly. Durr. Okay, mm-hmm. I want to tell you a tale. Now, I love me some fast food. Oh, me too. Who doesn't, right? And I love A&W. I haven't been to an A&W fast food experience, though, in a while. I feel oh. like lately it's like an A&W and a tchotchkes or something what's the it's like what, a long john silver slivers, and a yeah. w mm-hmm. is there is tchotchkes a thing i made it up oh okay. i love like, watching you try to figure that out be, well because just, it sounded familiar I, you're thinking schlotzkes oh i do love schlotzkes yeah, where that the bread? heck is one of those oh they what? got schlotzkes where oh right over by southdale it's like in it's connected to the firestone that's where i get my car serviced hi friends at firestone because they got that sort of like english muffiny bread it's so good you know. also their pizzas do not count those oh, I've out. never had a pizza at They Schlotzky's. have a barbecue chicken pizza. You're gonna love it at Schlotzky's or whatever mm. their wow. tagline is. Fast food, we love it here. Anyway, a and so was the... Stop getting me off track. A&W, Sorry, it's food. A&W is where I wanted to go, specifically an A&W in uh, Winnipeg, which mm. is just to our north, about eight hours, yes. by the way. It's a great town, although don't go to the casino without a, a suit coat, a little blazer, because they'll probably kick you out. Happened to me when I was 19. Wouldn't let us come in. Really? Not that bitter. Anyway, so we're at right. the Winnipeg A&W. Now, something had happened there, which was terrible. Okay. Just after about 5 p.m., there were flames shooting Shoot out of the A&W. Not like charbroil flames. Like, oh, you know. Like you find at the Burger King. Yeah. Uh, they might have started out that way, but now it was like flames shooting out of the restaurant <laughs> itself. And in fact, you could see smoke billowing out of the roof of mm-hmm. the restaurant. It was in full, it, like full on flamey flames, flames, shooting flames in the side of my face. <laughs> but that's not the crazy, stupid idiot part of the story. Fire crews were forced to fight the flames from outside the restaurant. That's how bad it was. They couldn't get in. Colleen, you know what the crazy, stupid idiot part is? No. Remember how I said I really love fast food? Yeah. Well, so do some other people. Who continued to enter the drive-through as the place is in flames, and it's not like there's just a trickle of smoke. This thing is fully engulfed in flames, and people are pulling into the drive-through, completely oblivious or completely unconcerned. Get those chili dogs! Sorry, it takes eight real fire trucks are working. They had to evacuate people. One firefighter suffered um, um, minor injuries. And you got some idiots still waiting in the drive-thru. Where's my burger? Like pulling up going, oh, looks like this place. I wonder oh, if I the- smell that smoke. It smells yeah, so yummy. Looks like there's a, there's a lot going on here. I wonder if the drive-thru is still open. I wonder, oh, well, I'm just going to go through, through and see anyway. I need my root beer float. Yeah. People. <sighs> I will say, though. 
There have been days where I have wanted some Taco Bell real bad, and if it was on fire, I might be still like, Can try. I at least still get a Cholito. I would probably still try. It probably just in would case. stand the flames I and can't. still stay in its original form. I'm just saying, Colleen, I'm, you know, good for you. Well, and you know, who doesn't want a little fire sauce? Oh, <laughs> Come on. No, that was too easy. I'm not allowing it. Um, but A&W, we need to go there. Where's the closest a and I don't know, but it's a combo platter. I'm sure of it. There's one in Apple Valley. Oh, okay. But is it, it's not a standalone. It's, yeah, it is no. comboed with something else. Yeah. How do, can I ask a question about those? I'm sorry, but I feel like this is doing a public service. And I know we're doing crazy, stupid idiots. But this has been a question that's been itching and burning for a while. And Ooh, I need to ask about it. doctor. Okay. For exa- here's an example. I got a handful of caribou gift cards yeah. for a recent uh, reason. Yeah. And uh, a lot of caribous are also connected to like Einstein bagels, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Can I use the caribou gift card? <laughs> what is this gift card, Jack? Well, you were. I don't know what you could I do. I told you, I have. this has been an itching and burning these question. I gift cards. Can but I people, use. This is a public service. People want to know. If I go through the drive-thru, do I have to limit myself to only caribou beverages and caribou foods? Or if Here's it is thing. also you know what, Colleen, a combo? I'm going to answer your question. I Thank see you, Holly, because I know I'm not alone with this question. Can I venture a guess before you tell us the actual answer? So, again, the question is, if I go to a combo, like a caribou that's connected with an Einstein bagel, I have a caribou gift card. Can I get both caribou and Einstein products and put them on my caribou gift card? So, here's the thing. I bet the correct answer is uh, it depends because there are some where it's actually fused into one and you can get both from the same counter. And in those cases, I bet you can do you know, one or both. It's the ones that are like separated that you probably can't. Holly, answer? Yeah, Bradley, I think that you are on the right track because if you go to the Einstein Brothers website, they are touting that they are partnering with Caribou Coffee. So if it's a two-in-one combo, Colleen, I just say bring your gift card there and you just present Remember it. that one we went to f- when we were doing some live broadcasts yeah. out in the boonies? Mm-hmm. And it was legit like an Einstein and a caribou Mm -hmm. together. Yeah, like you went to one counter and you could order everything. Versus the one that's over by like West End where Mm -hmm. it's like separated by a door. Yeah, okay. We didn't really answer your question. But I just wanted to know like is it, can is there an easy way to know? Also, what does that have to do with A&W root beer? Well, we were talking about how A&W's are oftentimes teamed up with some other fast food restaurant. And I was just wondering, like, if I got... Like Colonel Slanders? Yeah. Yeah, It's a Yum brand situation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, if I got... Yeah. Yeah. Go to the Mall of America. There's an A&W there. Mm, Chili dog. Yeah. According to S. Rin, I'm probably saying that wrong on the Twitters. There's an A&W at Moa in the South Food Court. It's an A&W Long John Slivers. Bradley, by the way, calls Long Long John Silvers Long John Slivers. Slivers. You might want to get that. And you know what I really love at the Long John Slivers? The The chicken. Oh, really? I'm telling you. That is not because it's Long John Silvers is known for its for its seafood. Clam strips and chicken. Which is also going to be the name of our band. Clam strips and chicken. Yep. Sorry, okay. we can't Who's keep who? talking about Gun wonders. Okay, well, we can't keep talking about fast food. I've been because called chicken since the early nineties. Okay, we've got to move on uh, because it's time to play the throwback live at two forty-five. We're going to do just that after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk one hundred seven. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. 
Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.